Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. That musical intro was Realism Stealth Warrior with a tune called Pseudo-African Rednecks. I'm trying my hand at some editing to spice up the podcast here uh, using some African sounds and later we will use Hi-Fi African Drums by Cyberdread to transition through the sections. Uh, we recently finished a series previewing African Cup 2023 qualification where we went group by group. Uh, that series featured a deep dive into the African Cup qualifying history of each team. Uh, that was not for the faint of heart. <laughs> African soccer teams have the longest history of all world teams, not because they've been around the longest, but because their regional competition, uh, the African Cup of Nations, takes place every two years and has done since 1957. So it was a pretty deep, deep dive into their history. And we realized that that's not, uh, not for everyone. Not everyone will be interested in that. Uh, but more people will be interested in what's happening currently in the African Cup. And it is interesting with the African Cup 2023 qualification already started and some of the usual surprises that come with African soccer already on offer there. So if you're interested in the deep dives, uh, please visit our website at soccerfiles.captivate.fm. That's uh, soccerfiles with a PH in the middle and an S at the end. Or you can just type soccerfiles Canada into Google and we'll come up. Uh, for this series of four podcasts, we have compiled the last sections of these podcasts the comparison of FIFA and ELO rankings, the head-to-head -head comparison, a discussion analyzing the prospects of each team, and our prediction of how the group is going to turn out. And then, uh, kind of interestingly, it finishes with specific predictions on the two sets of games that have already been played, uh, those games in June 2022, to see how each group is progressing so far. So we kind of kept ourselves in the dark uh, in preparation uh, for that. This podcast is the last of four in the series and deals with groups uh, K, J, and L. And uh, group J is uh, Tunisia, Equatorial Guinea, Libya, and Botswana. Group K contains Morocco, South Africa, Zimbabwe, and Liberia and Group L with Senegal, Benin, Mozambique, and Rwanda. Group J, Tunisia, Equatorial Guinea, Libya, Botswana. Part three of the podcast, uh, a kind of a comparison of teams and uh, a look at how how they're going to do and how they have done in this campaign so far. So we begin with the, the, the FIFA and the ELO rankings. You want to take us through that, Kiara? Sure. Yeah, so Tunisia is our pot one team, um, and they are ranked 30th by FIFA and 45th by ELO. Right, and uh, in uh, ELO rankings, they sunk as low as 80th in uh, 2013. And they're quite different than the FIFA rankings. When they were 80th um, in the ELO, ELO rankings, they were 48th in FIFA rankings, which is not so bad. Uh, and they jumped up to uh, somewhere around 20th in both 2014 and 2018 
FIFA rankings are kind of erratic, and honestly, I think they seem to be overrating them here too. Uh, okay, <laughs> Equatorial Guinea. Um, so being the pot two team, um, they are ranked 99th by FIFA and 95th by ELO. Uh, that's right, and that's a big improvement. Uh, they they have risen kind of steadily uh, over the years. In 2006, they were 162nd uh, in ELO, and uh, kind of like we said with Tunisia, they've kind of been all over the place uh, in the FIFA rankings, rising as high as uh, 50 in 2015 when they hosted. But honestly, they're not uh, they're not quite there. So these rankings seem fairly accurate. Uh, moving on to Libya. Yeah, Libya, coming from pot three, are ranked 118th uh, by FIFA and 117th by ELO. All right. Well, that is almost an all-time low for Libya, and they really should be a better team than that. But they haven't been a better team since uh, around, uh, for the last 10 years, I would say. In June 2012, they were 66th in ELO rankings and 42nd in um in FIFA rankings, so really kind of at a low point of their career with a long week period uh, for the last 10 years. Yeah. Let's go to Botswana. So Botswana is coming from pot four and they're ranked 148th by FIFA and 134th by ELO. Right, and uh, they reached a high of around 100 in 2012, I guess that was because of that really good campaign there uh, but they've rarely broken a hundred even during that good period all right let's take a look at the head-to-head records so we'll begin with uh, tunisia and equatorial guinea how do they compare yeah so tunisia has the winning record with four wins one tie and two losses yeah and all of those games are actually uh, current since 2014 and um in the last two campaigns they've met, 2021 uh, African Cup qualifying and 2022 World Cup qualifying, and Tunisia has won three out of the four meetings there. Uh, next. So Tunisia versus Libya. Um, Tunisia also has the winning record with five wins, one tie, and three losses. Right, and a lot of those games were in the past and probably not relevant anymore, but they've met uh, four times uh, again, in 2018, I don't know if you noticed, uh, Kiera, but uh, in 2021, uh, African Cup qualifying, three of these teams were in the same group. It was uh, Tunisia, Equatorial Guinea, and Libya. Mm-hmm. So uh, they've met uh, Tunisia and Libya have three times since, or, or sorry, in two campaigns since 2018, and uh, Tunisia won three and tied one in recent times. Um, so the next matchup is Tunisia and Botswana, and the record here is um, three wins, one tie, and two losses. Yeah, and actually, uh, yeah, Botswana, we we, we saw they uh, harrowed uh, Tunisia in 2012 and then tied them in 2015, but, uh, and that might... Uh, <coughs> Might factor in here, maybe uh, they're a bit of a bogey team for Tunisia. But having said that, Tunisia still has the winning record, and the two haven't met since 2015. Yeah. Um, next is Equatorial Guinea and Libya. 
um, with Equatorial Guinea having the winning record of three wins, no ties and no losses. Right, and uh, they were in the group in 2021 and Equatorial Guinea won both legs there. Um, Equatorial Guinea versus Botswana. Um, we have no record because they haven't played each other in major competition. That's right. And uh, one more to go. Yeah, last but not least is Libya versus Botswana, um, where Libya has one win, one tie, and no losses. Right, and that was in 2004, so uh, not particularly relevant. Now, let's get on with the discussion about uh, how we think things are going to go uh here and you have kind of some opening comments or yeah. overview yeah i think this should be a fairly easy group for tunisia um they're in a good period of consistency and that's is what's needed here um with no top teams to contend with um, equatorial guinea could challenge them at the game level um but are less likely to do so at the campaign level um the form they bring in should be enough to advance um, as neither are threatened much from um from below Libya has been in poor form for a while, um, and Botswana is generally a weak team anyways, and they're also um, on a bit of a downswing in form. Uh, both have had campaigns that could challenge at the top, but uh, they've been rare enough that it doesn't seem likely. Yeah, that's right. And to go into a bit more detail, Tunisia, they, they weren't troubled by Equatorial Guinea uh, when they grouped with them in 2021. And they are 50 to 60 points ahead in the rankings. So Equatorial Guinea can be a tricky team. Uh, Iban Salvador, the trickiest member of that tricky team. And they did beat Tunisia in one of their four recent meetings. Uh, and they also actually won in the quarterfinals of the 2015 African Cup, uh, where they hosted. They won that in extra time. Uh, but Tunisia has won three of their four recent meetings. And uh, the loss in 2021 didn't affect Tunisia's campaign overall. Uh, Equatorial Guinea themselves are about 20 points ahead of Libya in the rankings, uh, replicating the home form there. And in 2022 uh, World Cup campaign, uh, maybe enough to see them into the second round, even even if they're um, not at their best, they should take second. But uh, their away form is really the key. Uh, they were weak before their two good recent campaigns, and it's questionable. Uh, we saw that they rose up from being a pot four team to a, a, a pot two team, uh, pot meeting, meaning the seeding. So uh, it's a fairly recent improvement, and uh, they would need to kind of maintain that. Um, okay, Libya, oh, honestly, Kiera, to me, Libya always feels like a bit of a black box. I never... Uh, find it easy to put a finger on them. Their campaigns range from good challenging campaigns to weak campaigns. But for a long time now, they've been mostly on the weekend, uh, on the weak side of that since 2014. Uh, consistent third place finishes and then fourth place in 2021. Uh, I wonder if they'll kind of wake up from their torpor. Uh, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't predict that. Uh, a third place finish, perhaps even battling to avoid last place, uh, seems like the only sensible prediction. Mm -hmm. They're actually 20 to 30 points ahead of Botswana in the rankings. And uh, Botswana, when they have a shockingly strong campaign like they did in 2012, you're always wondering if they can kind of do it again, yeah. you know. Uh, 
I don't think they'll actually do it again and dominate this group uh, that they did. But it is kind of fun that Tunisia is in the group and they they uh, kind of harrowed them that time. So um, it's a bit of a bogey team for Tunisia. And they're always good for a few points in their campaign. So uh, that did turn out to be a flash in the pan for Botswana. Uh, and they've been a declining kind of middling team uh, recently, even a weak team. But um, who knows, the worm could turn. I, I don't know what that expression actually means, the worm turning, but uh, they, they could come forth with a great campaign. Um, or it's, it's always a possibility. So uh, overall, um, uh, I think Libya and Botswana will take some points at home, but I don't think they'll threaten the top two. Do you have a prediction for this group? Yeah, I I'm think tired of your indecision, <laughs> Piera. Give it to me straight. Okay, here's what I think, and I don't think it's going to be a big surprise. Um, Tunisia, I think, will come out on top. Equatorial Guinea second, uh, Libya third, and then Botswana. So I'm, I agree with the rankings. I thought you'd be loyal to Botswana and predicting yeah. another campaign like 2012. I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping, but but I I don't know if they can pull it off. All right. Well, I agree with you on that prediction. Uh, I think, honestly, the only contentious one there is third place where uh, uh, possibly Botswana could could overtake Libya. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I don't know the results, uh, uh, what's happened so far. I'm very excited to find out. But we're going to kind of predict uh, game by game here. And the first one is that third, fourth place battle between Libya and Botswana. But I think with Libya at home, there's... Uh, there's little doubt about it. Maybe you can tell me if they actually are playing that game at home or whether it's in a, a different venue. Um, but I'm going to say Libya 2-0, uh, regardless of whether it's in Libya or or in, say, Tunisia or Egypt. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't have the at my fingers as to where exactly the game was played. Okay, maybe uh, we can come on. back to that. Let's see. It is, yeah, it was in Libya. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, Libyan football stadium. There we go. Um, yeah, and so you, you predicted two nothing? Yeah. Um, it was a win for Libya, but just one nothing. One nothing. All right, well, your your hopes of Botswana overthrowing things here are uh, not looking good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tunisia and Equatorial Guinea, I'll make it quick. Uh, Equatorial Guinea, always capable of a surprise, but... I don't think they'll do so here. So two nothing for Tunisia. Um, Tunisia did get the win, but it was actually a four nothing. Um, so very convincing. Yeah, good consistency, and Tunisia has been uh, more consistent of late. So obviously that puts Tunisia on top after round one, and in round two we have uh, Botswana uh, at home uh, to Tunisia now. I mean, any sensible person would would, and odds makers do uh, give heavy odds uh, on Tunisia for games uh, like this. But they make a mistake because uh, even small teams can can pull off a tie in Africa. Botswana is very strong at home, uh, so I'm almost tempted to predict a tie. But Tunisia have been very consistent, so uh, I'm going to say two-one Tunisia with the possibility of a tie. Well, um, you did talk about Botswana being Tunisia's bogey team, and, and uh, it did indeed end in a tie at 0-0. Uh, 0-0. You know, 
if I was a betting man, uh, it would be African soccer like this that I'd put their money on because I've seen odds, uh, you know, like $18 uh, for Botswana to get a point, and, and I think I would be rich if I did it. <laughs> but I'm not a betting man. Uh, great result for Botswana there. They continue to, to torment Tunisia. And uh, Equatorial Guinea versus Libya is the next game. Um, and, uh, well, gee, with Equatorial Guinea um, doing that badly in their first game, I wonder if they're looking a bit weaker here. I think there's a possibility of Libya pulling off a tie, but they've been too weak over the last while. So I'm going to say two... Uh, uh, to I'm going to say two nothing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Two nothing, and Equatorial Guinea did have the home home field advantage. Right. Yeah, that, that was really the deciding factor. I was really uh, struggling to figure out whether Libya would get a goal, but they're not a big scoring team. Okay, so how are things looking after the first uh, two sets, Kiera? Um. So nothing too unexpected. Um, Tunisia is a course on top with four points um equatorial guinea and libya um tied with three points each um and then botswana with a one point a one point but a glorious point yes <laughs> group k morocco south africa zimbabwe liberia Part three, where we begin by looking at the rankings. So we see uh, Morocco is uh, uh, 22nd in FIFA and 24th in ELO, so fairly similar. Uh, South Africa, 69th in FIFA. That puts them about 50 points behind Morocco. And 70th in ELO. -E 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 so both systems kind of seeing them around 70th. However, Liberia... Uh, is uh, different. FIFA has them at 149th, and uh, ELO has them at 128th. Um, there, I'm trying to decide which one I, I agree with more. But anyway, I think it doesn't matter because I think they're really outclassed in this group here. Uh, if we look at the FIFA and ELO rankings, uh, we saw Morocco is 24. They were all the way down to 77th in uh, 2015. And actually, for several years around that time, they were in the 70s. So they're definitely in a good period. Uh, they rose up kind of uh, steadily from the 60s to the 50s to the 40s. And actually, it's only in the last year that they've moved from 41st to 24th in ELO rankings. Uh, South Africa are 69th and 70th, as we saw. They were as high as 50th in June 2017 and as low as 82nd in uh, 2008. Uh, but, of course, their best period was around 2002 when they were in the 40s. And I'm using uh, the more reliable ELO rankings. If we look at the... Uh, at the FIFA rankings, they reached all the way up to 20th in uh, in December 2000 and were 30th in 2002 when ELO had them as 40th. So the FIFA rankings kind of a bit more volatile than uh, the ELO rankings. Okay, finally, Liberia. Um, 
uh, FIFA has them all the way, uh, breaking 100 all the way up to 98th in December 2013. I can't remember uh, us saying anything particular that they did in 2013 that would merit that. Um, and certainly in FIFA rank or ELO rankings, they were uh, around 130th as they always seem to be. Uh, that was up from around 140th in around 2006 to 2008. Uh, in 2002, interestingly, they rose all the way up to uh, 87th in both ranking systems. <coughs> that was their strong period. Let's look at the head-to-head -head rankings, and we see that uh, Morocco and Liberia have only met twice. Uh, that was in 1982, we pointed it out in the description, where um, Morocco won 3-0 at home and then 5 nothing away. So that's the only time they've met. So Morocco, two wins, zero losses, zero ties. South Africa and Morocco is the, uh, the ones that have met the most in this group. And um, South Africa actually has the better head-to-head -head with two wins, two draws, and one loss. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that later. Uh, South Africa versus Libya. Um, sorry, not Libya, Liberia. Uh, in 2002, they met. That was a strong year for both of them, actually. 2002 African Cup qualifying. South Africa won at home and tied away. However, Liberia won the group, uh, but South Africa also advanced in second. And finally, uh, nope, that's it, uh, Morocco and Liberia. Uh, we've already done Morocco with the uh, better record there. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about what we think is going to happen uh, happen here. And uh, actually, the grouping, especially with the disqualification of Zimbabwe, seems fairly set in stone to me, and it should finish according to the seeding. Uh, Morocco's consistency has been the key to success, especially in recent years, and that should easily see them through here. Uh, with Zimbabwe disqualified, really they only need to outperform Liberia to earn one of the top spots to get them to the cup, two spots available. Uh, that consistency will also probably see them finish ahead of South Africa, uh, who are improving, in fact, but probably not enough to challenge Morocco, I would say. Uh, we saw that Morocco's ranked 50 points above them in the in the ranking systems, and uh, they're more than 100 points ahead of Liberia. Uh, they do have that losing head-to-head -head with South Africa, but most of the points that South Africa were, uh, earned there were during their strong years around the turn of the century. In their only recent meeting, we saw in the group stage in 2019, Morocco beat them. Uh, if South Africa's overall strength prevails, they should finish in second uh, with an outside chance of challenging Morocco for top spot. But if their luck continues, <laughs> continues to take the toll it has, uh, they would have been leapfrogged by Zimbabwe here, who they were supposed to play in the last game. But maybe their luck has balanced out in making that impossible, uh, Zimbabwe having been disqualified. So uh, South Africa only has to out outdo Liberia to reach this African Cup. However, they have been sideswiped by 
or else they've legitimately struggled with uh, teams of Liberia's level. But uh, the consistency, uh, if you take a close look, South Africa's consistency has been improving uh, and they should have no problem here. Uh, other than the gods of drama who seem to delight in toying with them. Uh, but the gods would have to side with them uh, to take first place over Morocco here, although uh, that's not out of the question either. It does seem out of the question, though, for Liberia. Uh, with Zimbabwe out, the challenge of overcoming another team seems pretty limited. Uh, again, there's kind of an outside chance um, of, uh, you know, uh, maybe South Africa um, providing another comedy of errors or uh, some bad luck. Uh, some home points, though, do seem possible because they're tough at home, Liberia. Um, but even in the best of their recent campaigns, it, it wasn't enough to make them a challenger at the campaign level. So here we have it, my prediction. Uh, uh, for me, um, Morocco first, South Africa and Liberia with little chance of it finishing any other way. But I never want to be uh, too overconfident, especially with Africa, because um, uh, in a way it's my favorite region because uh, the most unexpected things happen. Okay, well, we'll finish the podcast with uh, um, a prediction on the games to this point. So uh, Zimbabwe was supposed to play Liberia, Zimbabwe at home there, but that's been cancelled. So we have actually a, a key game here, Morocco versus South Africa. Well, we've seen that Morocco is very, very tough at home. Uh, they kind of damaged their home record for a few years. I don't know if we mentioned this in the podcast, but they had a pristine home record. Uh, uh, Malawi and, and Gabon managed to win there. Those were two of the only teams to win there. And then I think around uh, 2014, around that time, uh, they did lose a few games at home. But recently, they've become very tough at home again. So I'm not going to uh, call anything against them here. Uh, I'm going to say this is a 2 nothing win over South... No, 2-1 two, uh, two win over South Africa with a mild chance of South Africa stealing a tie. Let's see what happened. Okay, this was a 2-1 win for Morocco. So South Africa got the first goal at eight, eight minutes in and held the lead uh, for the first half. And then Morocco scored uh, 51 minutes in, so six minutes after the second half began and only won it on a goal at 88. So I must say that's, uh, you know, the expected result, but a bit of a confidence-inspiring result for uh, South Africa there. And uh, I do think they are going to prove a bit better this uh, this time around. I guess we won't see it in qualifying that much, but in the cup. In the second game, um, South Africa was supposed to play at home to Zimbabwe. That's been cancelled. And we have uh, Liberia playing at home. To Morocco. Well, odds makers would uh, uh, heavily favor Morocco here, but honestly, uh, African teams at home, it would be always dangerous to bet against them. Uh, I'm not going to say that Liberia is going to get anything out of this, but it wouldn't surprise me if this was a draw. But I think Morocco is pretty consistent. So I'm going to say 2 nothing, Morocco. Let's see. 
Oh, I'm dead on. Woohoo. Uh, Morocco uh, scoreless first half, and they got both of the goals very quickly um, with a penalty at 56 by uh, Faisal Fajr. I'm never sure how to say his name. Uh, and then uh, a minute later, uh, Yusuf N. Nezri uh, scored a second goal. So a 2 nothing, um, a 2 nothing win. So, um, yeah, it looks like things are heading towards the uh, the result we predicted. Uh, Morocco has played two two games and won them both. Uh, South Africa uh, is in second, and Liberia is in third. But uh, both of them are winless. So the fall, the the next game, uh, uh, South Africa hosting Liberia in September will be quite telling. Group L, Senegal. Benin, Mozambique, Rwanda. So part three begins with a look at the rankings and we see that Senegal is far out ahead. Uh, I'll do actually FIFA and ELO separately here because they're a bit different. Uh, FIFA has uh, uh, Senegal as the 18th strongest team uh, in the world right now. Whereas ELO has that at 36, so a pretty big difference there. And um, I'm inclined to go with uh, ELO on that one, as well as Senegal are doing. Uh, they, they exited at the group stage of the World Cup last time out. So once African teams get to the World Cup, uh, they, they, some, they usually end up looking uh, weaker in terms of the world, although it is kind of exciting. Uh, when they do well, like Senegal in 2002, passing the group stage. So, but uh, I'd be inclined to agree more with uh, FIFA here. Anyway, FIFA or with ELO here. Anyway, FIFA has them as 18th, and Benin uh, is therefore about 70 points behind, 65 points behind uh, in the FIFA rankings, and Mozambique is about 20 points behind Benin and Rwanda about uh, 20 points behind Mozambique. Uh, and that looks a little different in ELO rankings where Benin is not 80 points behind Senegal, but about 60 points behind. And then Mozambique uh, is much further behind Benin in ELO rankings. Uh, and in fact, Rwanda is ahead of Mozambique in ELO rankings. So a little later when we discuss it, uh, we'll talk about which one we agree with, but there does seem to be um, a bit of disagreement about how far Mozambique is really behind Benin and whether Mozambique or Rwanda is uh, the stronger team right now. But uh, maybe the head-to-head -head will shed some light here. So we begin with Senegal and Benin, and Senegal has a two wins, one draw, and no losses. Uh, they met in 2002, which doesn't matter much, but they did meet in the 2019 uh, quarterfinal where um, uh, Senegal won, uh, uh, as we saw when, when we talked about it. So uh, Senegal with the winning record there. Actually, uh, Benin did well to tie them in 2002 World Cup qualifying because that was a very strong year for Senegal. 
Uh, okay, next is Senegal and Mozambique. That's four wins for Senegal, one draw and zero losses. So the only time they've uh, tied was in 2008, and that was the last time they played. So it's uh, not very relevant. Uh, Senegal did win one game 6-1 in 1994 World Cup qualifying. Um, but uh, even though it's kind of out of date, Senegal does seem much stronger than Mozambique, so it's a bit representative. Uh, Senegal have never met Rwanda in major competitions, so they don't have any record. Uh, Benin and Mozambique have met just once. Uh, it did come up in the review, 2010 African Cup uh, group stage. Both of them reached the African Cup, if you recall, that year. and They tied 2-2, so that's their only meeting, so they have an equal record. Uh, Benin has a superior record over Rwanda, but it is just two wins, one draw and one tie. And their last meeting was in 2014 World Cup, where uh, Benin bested them uh, shortly before in 2012 African Cup qualifying. They each won at home. So uh, fairly even there, but Benin with the edge. And uh, most relevant, uh, perhaps, is Mozambique versus Rwanda, because their only four meetings have been recent in the 2017 and 2021 African Cup qualifying campaigns. But uh, uh, really shows them to be even, uh, both of them winning at home and losing away. So uh, really uh, not much space between them there. Okay, let's go on to uh, talk a little bit about the teams and and uh, prognosticate on who we think is the strongest team. And overall, this looks like an easy win for Senegal. Uh, in fact, Benin seems a bit of a weak uh, pot two team. Uh, although actually they came from the middle of pot two. Uh, so um, by that accounting, not, not that weak, but I think they are a bit weak as a pot two team and they don't look like they're gonna challenge Senegal at the top. And in fact, I, I think they're more likely to be challenged uh, themselves from below. Uh, Mozambique seem uh, fairly even. Mozambique and Rwanda actually seem fairly even with Benin. So uh, I think if Benin don't bring good form into this competition, it could uh, spill into a three-way battle for second place. But we'll look a bit closer. I'm not going to talk much about Senegal because they, they seem clear winners here. They haven't been beaten by any team in the group. Uh, we saw they've never met Rwanda, but they have superior head-to-heads with Benin and Mozambique. Um, uh, both Benin and Mozambique did tie them away in a game, which is a possibility here, uh, especially if Senegal uh, secures the adva an advancing spot quickly. They tend to feel, uh, feel the B team and we saw that they, 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 uh, Eswatini got a tie out of them at the end of a recent campaign, but they were already through. <clears throat> so it's possible they'll drop a few points, but it would be a shock if Senegal didn't, didn't win the group. Uh, Benin, uh, if you recall, was in good form. Well, a great uh, 2019 African Cup campaign and uh, pretty good in uh, 2022 World Cup qualifying. So that uh, probably justifies their second place seeding here. But really uh, in their general history, 
they're they're a middling to weak team, um, not unlike the other two teams. And that was kind of evident in their 2021 uh, African Cup campaign. So I see them a bit as a bit closer to the bottom, uh, the bottom two than they are to Senegal. Even in their best campaigns, they didn't threaten teams like Senegal. Uh, so perhaps at the game level, uh, they can get a point at home. But we saw the FIFA rankings, they're 60 points behind Senegal. But uh, more interestingly, uh, ELO has them 40 points ahead of Mozambique. But in this case, I would agree with the FIFA rankings more, which has them um, 20 points ahead of Mozambique. Uh, so I do kind of favor them, but uh, uh, their form is better. Um, but really, uh, in their overall history, uh, they're... they're kind of equal, equally strength with Mozambique and, and not much better than Rwanda. So in short, if they bring their 2019 form, they should be fine for second place, but otherwise it could be a fairly even battle. Let's take a look at Mozambique. Uh, they haven't shown much form coming into, the, into this cup. And uh, over their whole history, they're generally a flat team. Even when they've reached the uh, African Cup, it was really with just a slight improvement. So, um, uh, you know, they're, they're a fairly steady team, but that steadiness is at a fairly low level. They haven't taken advantage of the uh, expanded cup, uh, 2014 African Cup. Uh, their last qualification was in 2010. So um, they should be challenging to reach the cup, uh, but they really haven't raised their level uh, to that point. So I would even say that in their current form, it's more likely that they'll struggle with Rwanda than actually challenge Benin for second. But again, it, it kind of comes down to form. And uh, finally, Rwanda, we saw that they were ranked above Mozambique in the ELO rankings, and they also have an even head-to-head -head record. Uh, and those are, are fairly recent games. And uh, uh, Rwanda had a better 2021 African Cup qualifying campaign uh, and actually finished ahead of Mozambique. They were grouped together. Uh, so it wasn't as good as Benin's 2019 form, of course, when they reached the uh, quarterfinals. But um, uh, they, could, they could challenge Benin uh, if they raised their form a little bit. Uh, which might actually come down to showing their, their uh, sometimes good away form. And uh, that's exactly what happened in 2012 when Rwanda uh, finished ahead of Benin in that group. It was one of Rwanda's best years, though, so we can't expect the same here. But uh, it does illustrate that a slight improvement could... could uh, 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 make a challenge possible. So uh, I would say all in all, Senegal is way out in front and it could be a three-way challenge for second. And that comes down to the form that each team brings in. Uh, Benin seems the most likely having shown good form uh, in recent campaigns, although uh, it's not always guaranteed. Uh, but their historical form sees them as pretty even with Mozambique and Rwanda, and they could be embroiled in a battle. Uh, Rwanda has had better flashes of form than Mozambique, so to me seems slightly more likely to challenge. And um, Rwanda 
uh, could take third over Mozambique. Uh, but both Mozambique and Rwanda would really only need a slight improvement in form to challenge for second, especially if Benin isn't at their best. So here it is, my prediction. Benin, uh, I'm going to uh, say Senegal's going to finish way ahead in first. I will give Benin second place, but I don't think it's uh, um, kind of guaranteed. I'm going to put Rwanda, the top four team, as third, slightly better than Mozambique. Uh, I agree with the ELO rankings there. And overall, I kind of maybe maybe more hope than prediction, but I see an exciting three-way battle for second place. Uh, second place is going to be an advancing spot, so it could be it could be good. Okay, well now we're going to see uh, what has actually happened to this point. And in the first game, it is uh, Zimbabwe. Oh my goodness, I have the wrong. Uh, I have the wrong. <laughs> Have the wrong graphic. Let me see. Do I have the right graphic here? Uh, no, I don't. So I'll have to kind of wing it here. Uh, group L. Uh, but I'm going to make the predictions before I look. So, uh, oh, I have to look. Mozambique and Rwanda. Uh, yeah, well, that's kind of a key game, uh, isn't it? So I'm going to say... Uh, uh, I'm going to call Mozambique uh, at home, but there are a couple of points in Rwanda's favour. They did finished first over Mozambique in, or they finished third ahead of Mozambique in a recent campaign. And Rwanda tends to be a little better on the road than most African teams, so could steal a point. However, in their two meetings uh, so far, they didn't. And uh, I, I would always favour the home team in Africa anyway. So I'm going to say 2 nothing there to... Uh, to Mozambique. That would make the other game uh, Senegal versus uh, Benin. Uh, I think that's an easy win for Senegal. I think uh, Senegal tends to be pretty businesslike at the beginning of campaigns and they get their qualification kind of secured and then they might drop some points, but they're pretty solid at the beginning. So I'm going to say 2 nothing Senegal, possibly 3 nothing. So what did I say? 2-1 Mozambique. And, ooh, good result for uh, Rwanda there. They did earn a draw. Rwanda scored at 65, and Mozambique scored immediately after at 67, but that was it. So uh, great stuff for Rwanda. Um, yeah, again, a decent uh, team on the road and uh, looking a bit better than Mozambique. I think that gives them a leg up, even though it's just a tie. And uh, Senegal... Uh, versus uh, Benin, well, it's a 3-1 win for Senegal. Sadio Mane scoring uh, three goals in what seemed a pretty comfortable win. Two of them were on penalties. and uh, Benin got, got just a consolation goal at 88, uh, 88 there. Okay, so the next round is Rwanda versus Senegal. Senegal uh, playing away there. And uh, I think... Yeah, Senegal are going to be consistent there. Uh, again, Rwanda's not as good at home uh, as some African teams. So 2 nothing Senegal uh, there for me, although uh, I would be thrilled by uh, Rwanda getting a tie there, which is not out of the question, but not likely. And then the other game is Benin versus Mozambique. And uh, I would have to give Benin uh, the edge, especially at home there. Uh, Mozambique did give up a tie 
to Rwanda in their first game. But I, I do think those teams are more even than the rankings or the seedings suggest. So uh, I'm going to say that I wouldn't be surprised. I would be mildly surprised by a Mozambique draw, uh, but I'm going to give the edge to, uh, to Benin for sure. Okay, let us see. And ooh, uh, Senegal did win over Rwanda, but it took a penalty at 90 plus eight so a desperate last minute penalty i think they won their first game of the african cup uh, over zimbabwe that way too it's kind of a pattern for senegal sadio mane starting the goal uh you know looking at the result i kind of feel bad that rwanda didn't get a tie there senegal's gonna win anyway so it doesn't matter much Okay, and then the other game, oh, this group is turning out to be exciting because it was Mozambique with a one nothing win in Benin. So an away win, uh, an away win there, the only goal coming at 38, and it was scored by uh, Jenny Capamo. I don't know that player. Uh, so, wow, this is turning out to be a very exciting group. Uh, uh, as I kind of hoped, uh, it's Senegal, way, uh, uh, Senegal with two wins, so they look like they're going to take off way out ahead. But uh, Mozambique have stepped into second place despite tying at home uh, against Rwanda. Rwanda got a tie at home. And it's uh, Benin kind of not showing the form that they would have needed to, uh, to take second here. And so uh, they'll definitely have to kind of pick up the pace uh, you know, losing in Senegal was pretty much expected, but losing at home to Mozambique is a, is a bit of a blow. I think it'll be tough for them to take second now, but um, again, if they show that form uh, that they are capable of, they could come back. Okay, well, that brings us to the end of this fourth and final podcast of our quick series on African Cup 2023 qualifying, where we compiled the final discussions and predictions uh, for each qualifying group. So if you want to look more deeply into the teams, you can check out the full podcast uh, on all 12 groups. Uh, That's on our website at soccerfiles.captivate.fm or that's uh, soccer files with a ph and in a ph in the middle and an s at the end or just type soccer files canada uh, into google and we will come up and stay tuned for our next series beginning soon as we overview the groups participating in the world cup in november after that group series uh, we'll be previewing the players uh, of each uh, team in the tournament Uh, We'll go team by team for that one. But for now, that's all from Soccer Files Canada. Hope to have your ears again soon.